It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Here we go with another short shifts episode of the Hockey Think Tank podcast. Ten minutes on the clock have just started and Jeffrey Lavecchio has no idea what the topic is going to be. Vex, you ready for this one? Let's get it. Okay, here we go. Topic of today. We're going to talk to the coaches here. Any tips for a great pregame talk? Oh, can we, are there, can you give me any more like what, what age we talking here? Are we going to stratify or no? No, we're not doing any group. We're just just going Pre-game talk. I'm sure we'll get to different ages. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I mean, oof. number one, like I you gotta be you. yourself. Well, like number one, like nobody likes coaches that like, you don't believe like that they're what they're putting out is fake. You know, like I had one of those coaches in, in higher level hockey and like none of the boys respected this guy. Like, you know, other guys were chirping him behind his back, like nonstop, like, cause he's just trying to like be somebody that he wasn't. And so like, for me, it's, it's whatever your leadership style is like, bring that, but like bring the best version of it. I think simple and concise is best. Um, I think you got to finish with a starting lineup. Like I really like whatever you, however you want to, whatever the message is, you know, whatever that is great, get that out. And then starting lineup and like literally i think it's really important to uh have some type of tradition that you guys do for a starting lineup every game um you know simple one in pro is like you know somebody starts a veteran will start uh uh, the first game of the year and if you win you keep going as the guy who announces the starting lineup if you lose on most teams they'll change it unless one guy's like really good at it and gets the boys going been that guy before um you know and and challenge guys to make it their own make it fun you know we i always like get the boys clapping like we will rock you like like off like and i would stand up and i'd be like starting on left wing he's from (laughs) chicago illinois he's shorter than a troll under a bridge but he's got a huge hockey brain he's the best passer around the sauce Boss, Topher, Scott, and all the boys. You go, ah! and then I can do you do that for yourself? Can you do like a Jeffrey, like Jeff one for me? <laughs> I'm sure I could, and it would be awesomely hilarious. But I digress. But so I think that a coach knowing when um, it's good to pass a baton off to the players to get them going, I think that's like a really important thing, especially at the higher levels. You don't just go on and on and on. Now the boys are like, they've got ready, they're ready to go out there and you've just like brought them down. Um, so I think quick, concise being yourself and to start off here simply, I think uh, finish with the boys, you know, doing a starting lineup that they do every game. I like that. I like that. I think um, as it relates to this, what we're talking about right now, <laughs> the first thing I want to say, I know I brought this topic up because I think it's a great topic, but 
if you think your pregame speech matters that much, you are severely wrong. What mm. you do in practice means so much more than like your pregame yeah. speech. Um, I, I think I think coaches kind of err when they think that like they have this big um, responsibility to make sure that you know the team is ready from their pregame speech. Where it's like actually you get your players ready during the week in practice. Love that. You know, so yeah, it's actually overrated. Um, however, I do think like having a good routine for pregame speeches and like pregame routine, if that's what you want to call it, is is awesome. I love how you talked about the starting lineups because I actually like you see it on social media, them doing it at the pro levels. We had an unbelievable one at Michigan this year, like it's so much fun. Um, but I saw social media from my my little nephew's team, they're mites, and they did it. <laughs> they oh, did a starting lineup. Probably was amazing. It was really cool to see. Yeah, it was really, really cool to see. So, you know, the coach goes in and gives the names to to somebody, whoever it may be, and they got to do what Jeff did and make it fun or make it their own, whatever it is. Uh, so I think that's cool. Uh, I also want to like, and I think this is from like the might level all the way up to pros, like keep it short and keep it all about your identity. Keep it short and keep it all about your identity. Like you thought you talked about authenticity from the coach. Like, and I think that's really important. The coach has got to be authentic as they're giving their message. But I also think your team has to go out and play authentically you, like your Ness, your name plus Ness, seven different kinds of smoke. And so, like, just really reiterating the things that make your team really good. Right. What is your identity as a team? What are three or four of your non-negotiables? And I think that's what needs to be in the players' minds from mites all the way on up to freaking NHL as they're going out on the ice. I see you nodding. I what's love your, that, man. That, that was the same thing I was going to say. I was going to say in slightly different uh, vernacular. I was just going to say make sure that the the focus is inward, not who you're playing against like because right. in the end that that doesn't really matter i mean it does but like it's it's all about you guys in the room what are you going to do together uh you know what are your goals who do you how do you want to play like like all that type of stuff right and so i think that the focus needs to be inward versus like we're playing against this team like it doesn't matter because you want you want to always focus on what you guys are bringing i think that is an unbelievable point and i think you know, as, as a coach, particularly in, in college, like I think a lot of times where we aired was we leaned further away from our identity and leaned further into the matchup rather mm. than like playing the best version of us. And obviously you want to, you want to have certain things that you're doing to try to exploit what the other team's weaknesses are. And, and you do have to focus on the other team, but if you get so far away from who you are, you're not going to have success as, as a team and as a program. And so that's where like, you know, I think like the last things that you say as a coach, if you say much at all is, um, all about your identity and who we are as a group and coming together kind of like as one before you go out. I think that is like the most important job of any pregame thing. Let me ask you one other thing because it's been different. This is, we're talking more a little bit for the higher levels now um, where there is, you know, a warm up, and then you get off the ice and then you go back on the ice. And so, cause I've had it in different ways where a couple different coaching staffs that I've worked for, the coach didn't say anything in between warm up and the game. Like that was like the player's time. And then I've had other coaches where the coach goes in after warm up and kind of like does a speech or whatever. Um, it's really interesting. What are your thoughts? Uh, 
I don't know of any coaches that came in before warmups, like right before in, in pro anyways, I don't remember college or juniors what we did. Um, but in pro, as far as I can remember, like almost always the coach just comes in after warmups right before you're going back out there for the actual game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, like the going out to wormies is more like, uh, you know, it's for you guys to like, make sure that's your final check to make sure you're ready, you know, like that yeah. type of thing. Not yeah, really like sure. so when individually. I worked, yeah. When I worked with Rico at Miami, he gave his kind of like pregame talk before warmups. And then he was like, after that, it's your time. Like you guys need to get together as a group in the locker room. And like, it's not about me. It's about you. Like that was kind of like the message. And I mean, we won the CCHA championship and we're a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. So it obviously wasn't that. because of that, but I just thought that was interesting. I don't know if it you is any coaches that like didn't come in after warmups before the game. How was your leadership that year? Really good. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like you can do that, but you just, you'd have to be on a team that had like great leadership probably. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. Then, then the room's like, I don't know, being taken care of. It's going in the right direction. Your last touches, talks, whatever, right before you go out to the ice. Sure. Sure. That's I interesting. think, I think another thing too, like, and we got a minute here, but um, if anybody hasn't watched the documentary of the main hockey team in like the early 1990s, when Jim Montgomery and Paul Curry were on there, when they won the national championship, it's called into the woods. It is one of the best hockey documentaries I've ever seen. Like it's like a 10, I don't know, a 10 part series on YouTube or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, it's so, so, so cool. Obviously Jim Montgomery, one of the most successful coaches in the world right now coaches the Bruins. Um, and he was the captain of that main team. And the really cool part about it is Sean Walsh was the coach at the time. And for those that don't know Sean Walsh, he's like an absolute legend in college hockey. You know, won national championships at Maine when they really had her going in the early 90s um, and and before and after that, obviously, too. Um, but he would give his little talk and then he would go, James, as in Jim Montgomery, who is the captain. James, it's your room. And then he would walk out with the other coaches Montgomery would give his little thing and then the boys would go out and play. I just thought that was really cool. Anytime you can empower players to like be leaders, it like, it goes such a long way to the, just like the building of the culture of the team. If they're the right leaders, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, really so cool. Keep it short. Keep it simple. Empower the players. Have a great starting lineup beforehand. We are 10 minutes in. Share the show. Share it. Share it.